What up, Roller Agenda listeners? What is this? Thursday. Thursday evening, 5 o'clock. I got a message saying do a, do a segment on... Oh, shoot. What's wrong with my connection? Do a segment on um, how to prepare a kid for competition. The truth of the matter is, there is no one way to prepare a kid. first step is understanding the birds that you have at hand and what they're capable of and then the next step is trying to figure out how to get them to their max that's what you're trying to do during kid competition is get them to their max performance on a specific day that's what you're doing Performance on a specific day. Sorry about that. Um, each kid is going to be different. No matter if they have the same bird, same pairs, each kid is going to be different because not not a whole lot of difference, but slightly different. Each kid. So, but you got to have a basic understanding of what to do. With me, I, I uh, what I do is. I take a competition day and I count backwards 10 days, up to four, 10 to 14 days. And that's that's when I think I start preparing, depending on the kit, which varies if it's 10 to 14 days. If it's a kit that's pretty much in tune, in sync, um, been flying at least two years or more, most of us two or three years old, 10 days. I need 10 days I can have my peak condition ready to go. But if not, sometimes I take up to 14 days, you know, depending on the kit. Uh, that means as far as depth, frequency, and so forth. Deeper kits require a little more detail because they can be a little dangerous and so forth. Kits that are not as deep, but they got the kit sensitivity. Those are easier to manage kits. In my experience, those are easier to manage. Which is, which is kind of obvious because most of the kits you see they, have, they always have shorter birds in and, and the kids have the deeper birds so sometimes those kids never really really get a chance to show you what they can really do as a team because of birds being so far from the kids so deep it's harder for them to gather back up regroup so they can do it again but this is what I would say pick 10 to 14 days count backwards with your fly day being the 10th day or the 14th day so that means if you fly, if you're taking 10 days, the ninth day they don't fly. If you're taking 14 days, the 13th day they don't fly. And then you go three days in a row or four days in a row. I don't go five days in a row, but three days in a row, four days in a row, depending on the kit. Um, deeper kits, you probably got to fly them a little bit more days in a row. Where a shorter bird, you can fly them three days in a row. Because you don't have to worry about coming out being dangerous. But you count backwards, right? So, but one of the keys is. In my experience, is to get the bird to not roll during that week before competition, or not roll as much. And you want to keep their fly time down to under 25 minutes, between 19 to 25 minutes. That week before the fly, you don't want them flying an hour. Get them down to 19 to 25 minutes, depending on the kit. Okay. The reason why I say do that is you want to have to try to lock up all that performance time. All that performance, you want to knock all that performance up in 
a few in that, that, in that 20 minute window. You got 20 minute window to get them parts on the board. You want to get all that energy expended in that 20 minutes. So if you get them right down to 19, no less than 19, but to 25 minutes that week before the fly, not doing as much rolling as normal, but they're flying perfect, smooth, and so forth, most likely you will have a real good fly day. Because that 13th day, no, take it back, that 12th day, or that 8th day, you're going to feed them a little extra if your birds need more protein if they're deeper, or if they just need more feed. Give them a little extra. So if you normally give them 20 tennis points, you're going to give them 21 or 22, depending on your kit. And then on that that ninth day, and that 13th day, you're going to give them that regular amount. But you can give them that regular amount an hour before the time you fly, or an hour after. Between, up to that time, between an hour before up to an hour after. That's what you want to do. That's going to give them that boost. Plus that dead rest, they're going to come out ready to go. Most kids. That's when you get them down that time. If you have to work on more, work them. But that week, not the week of the fly, the week before the week of the fly, you're going to work them hard that week. And going this week of the fly, you're going to give them a little rep, a couple of rest days. Just a couple, not, not too many. Depending on the birds now. Stiffer birds might need a little more. Deeper birds might need a little less. You don't, you don't want them to come out hot. So, it's, it's, it's a lot of variables though. So, you got to know your birds. You got to know what they're capable of. If you got young birds that you add to the kit, I would suggest you fly them regular. Like, like the day you keep your main kit in, fly them with the younger kit. Because sometimes young birds are, uh, uh, are just change the from day to day. So you want to fly them. I do. <clears throat> I don't need no, no surprises for the young birds. That one day in might make them come out real frequent or not just real active. They want me to keep up with the kit. So you got to take all that into consideration. But those of you guys that coach sports before, you know, some players, <clears throat> you can you can let rest the whole day before a game. Some players got to shoot around before the day, before the game. It's just how it is. That's just how it is in every, every sport and everything. Some players need to eat a certain kind of meal or whatever. I'm just saying, just because you guys are think. Sometimes you got to take special precautions. Sometimes if you're trying to get a competition, sometimes you got to do it. If you're trying to do what it takes to win within the boundaries of the rules, that's what you have to do. So, that's all I got to pretty much say about that for right now. If some other stuff comes to my mind, I'll, I'll chime back in. And I'll um, not tell you guys, let you guys know, inform you guys of some, some stuff that I forgot. So, I hope that was informative. If you have any questions, you can hit me up. You know my number, 323-7623909. I'm not sure if you can leave messages through here or not. I think you can, though. I think you can leave me a message through here. Um, or email my email, authorkl.london at gmail.com. Either one will work for me. So, with that being said, it's Keith London. Religion out. Remember, always select, breed, fly, select again, and repeat. Peace.